Ladies and gentlemen, just a word of warning. I think this could be the best show you've ever done. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Well, we heard from a listener. Okay. Yeah, which, you know, you and I did a call-in show for so long, and so many of our listeners... Now, by the way, I just want to say that this week, we found out that we're number one in Belize. In Belize. I had to look up Belize to find out where Belize is. Um, <laughs> and, and the good thing about being number one in Belize, by the way, is we beat, like, TMZ. <laughs> and there's all these huge shows that we just destroyed. Yeah, so thank you. Um, and that's my parents' second favorite place to vacation. They spend a lot of time in Belize and in Costa Rica. Those are the two places they go to most. Oh, fuck me. So your parents just went on vacation and took their phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was all excited. Your mom listened to the show like 10 times. <laughs> well, the funny thing is the only person who does not listen to the show is my mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Like anywhere they go in the world, they're not listening. So it's not like we could talk about them, no problem. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we did hear from a listener, and you and I for many years did a call-in show. So we would talk to listeners live. And we have a lot of listeners that still message us and ask us questions and want our opinion on stuff, which we used to do live on our show for many, many years. So now we have to do it via, well, I would say email, but no one emails anymore. So really, it was a DM. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this was a really interesting question. Um, One of our listeners, Marcus, says, my daughter is 11, and up to this point, the shows she's watched were mostly really shitty kid shows, until this weekend, when I walked in the living room and caught her watching The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. She said, he said, my immediate response was, oh, fuck no. Then I thought, well, maybe it'll freak her out and she'll flip back to that shitty Camp Kiki Waka show that she watches. No. She was hooked. After the first episode, and honestly, I was really entertained by her reaction as the episode went by and her jaw kept dropping. And the most surprising thing to me was how funny she thought all the gore was. Every time something went through a zombie's head or they beat up a zombie, like rotty flesh pulp, she laughed. He said, there's a weird part of me that's kind of proud that she discovered horror and gore and that she loves it. Mm Mm-hmm. He said he let it go, being upset about it, and they binged season one together. He said, we finally have a show we both like and can bond over, but it's The Walking Dead and she's 11. Did I screw up? The good thing is, is let her continue to watch it because by season three, she'll be done. (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody else was done by season three. It was really good up until Uh you see Negan. Once you see Negan, just go ahead and turn it off. Yeah, it's just, it gets terrible. Like the first episode with Negan was really scary, mm-hmm. and then suddenly he becomes like a terrible cartoon character. Like, not even like he, even in the graphic novel, he's scarier because I read them, of course. On the television version, it's just awful. It's boring. He's like a caricature. It's it's like this great show suddenly became like really meta in a weird way, not in a cool way, and like a oh my god, so. It's over, and you guys are like, we also think it's over. Yeah, once that one guy dies, and and, and he beats him in the head, it's, it's yeah. Don't don't say who because she hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, and dude dies very badly, did you're bad because it's been four years. You should have caught up by now. But no, I mean she's eleven years old. I think Walking Dead is fine for eleven year old. 
Right, right. I, I mean, I had a friend whose son was 11 or 12, mm-hmm. 13 maybe. He wouldn't let him watch SpongeBob. Why? I don't know. We always had that conversation. Why? What's wrong with SpongeBob? He thought it was bad for him. So anything less than porn, I think, is fine (laughs) to show any kid. Right. Well, I think, okay, with The Walking Dead, you're right. They they jumped the Glenn by then. So once Glenn, yeah. Glenn died. Once Glenn dies, turn it off. Yeah, turn it off, and it's, like, over. Um but it's interesting, like the kind of kids that get into horror do get into it really early. And that was me. I was super young. My cousin used to babysit me and she was really into horror films. And even though my parents were like, don't let her watch anything inappropriate or scary or whatever, because they knew she was into that. My cousin was like, yeah, she was like 15. So she was like, fuck this. So I remember she is videotape time. She went. She rented a videotape, or she got a videotape of The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know, eight or nine. I was really young. And she played The Exorcist for me. And at the time, I, it was really scary, like really scary, but I was kind of intrigued by it. And I found all of these like old, creepy horror films, and I brought them to her house the next time I came. And we watched like some of the classic ones, some of the the William Castle stuff, like Mr. Sardonicus. Like we went deep and we watched some like really old, scary shit, The Tingler and House on Haunted Hill. And I was like, again, like eight or nine, if that. I think I was even younger than that. I was really into it. Like it's so funny, like kids as they get older, the things they hide from their parents. Like my friends as they got older were hiding drugs. They were hiding kissing boys. I'm hiding horror films. I'm hiding gore. <laughs> I'm hiding like, you know, I secretly, I secretly love watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but don't tell my mother, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was really into it and I still am to this day. You know, that's my genre. I love horror films. That is my one thing that I'm really into. So I don't know. I think I turned out okay, right? Well, the only thing you have to worry about is then you have a kid like mine who now has four Chucky dolls in his room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's pumpkins everywhere in the whole house because he's into it just like I'm into it. As long as they're not watching, like, rubber, you know, like a stupid, just mind-numbingly dumb horror movie, then I think it's fine. Yeah, as long as the horror film doesn't lead to too many Chucky dolls. But he goes and buys every horror movie there ever is, and he has it on DVD. Even though we don't have a DVD player in the house, we have every horror movie on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't love the idea of like telling kids what to do, what to watch, what not to watch, unless it's like, like you said, unless it's like porn or completely inappropriate. You know, I spent the night last night with friends of mine that have two very little kids, and I was asking them, and they were like, you know, they're in their 40s, they're, they they had kids a little bit older. Most of my friends had kids in their 20s, some 30s. But these are my two friends that had kids in their 40s. And they're like, you know what? We're different parents than that. Like, we let our kids do whatever they want. You want to eat mm-hmm. candy? Eat candy. You want to stay up? Stay up. We don't have a bedtime. You want to sleep in bed with us? Fine. Like, they say no to nothing. <laughs> they're just like, whatever. Like, they just don't even, they don't even care. They're like, we'll keep you alive. We'll keep you healthy. <laughs> And just, you know, do what you want to do around that. Play what you want to play and watch what you want to watch. We're good. Now, I think at some point you have to be a parent 
I mean, there comes that time when you have to step up and be somewhat of a parent, but I don't think you have to be that strict to where they can't watch something on AMC. I think they stop with anything that's dangerous. Like I've noticed one of the kids was standing on top of a chair and they were like, no, get down from there. Like that was a no. But then he was like, but I want candy and it's up there. Like, oh, we'll just get it for you. <laughs> they just like handed him candy and he had just had a <laughs> cupcake. So I was like, wow, that's a nice life. So he didn't have to eat his dinner. He got to have like two bites of, of whatever they were serving him. I think sushi, frankly. They had like two bites of sushi <laughs> and then had a cupcake for dinner. Like that's, and then candy. Can you imagine? Like, that's my dinner. My dinner is like a couple of bites of sushi and a cupcake. Like that's for, sorry, that's for people over 40, honey. I hear she is a bitch on wheels. We love stories like this. When a show gets canceled, for whatever reason, it got canceled. So Live PD, which you know how much I loved that show. Explain to people what Live PD is in case they don't know. What Live PD was, because in... 2018, 19, and 20, it was a live TV show that ran for two hours on Friday and Saturday. And -hmm. what they would do is they would follow 10 police departments around, and whatever happened, happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they would show it. It was a lot of car chases. It was a lot of, you know, just things that you would blow your mind. Like the first 48 on steroids. Right, but it's live. You never know what's going to happen. And some crazy things happened on Live PD that you just had to be there to see it. A lot of drug uh, busts, you know, a lot of cars fleeing from police. That was the big thing, (laughs) is car chases. When the George Floyd thing happened and all that, they said, we're not going to do it anymore. Oh, okay. Interesting. We're going to drop live PD because so much backlash was on the police. I, I don't think any even wanted to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But live PD was a huge rated show. They had the biggest ratings on A&E. That's a big deal. The fact that it was a huge rated show, yet they still chose to drop it for social um, justice reasons is really interesting. But why couldn't you have changed it a little bit to educate. I mean, there's so many things you can do when you have number one ratings and you have yeah. something like that. So right. in, instead of having meetings and how, we, how are we going to change this? They just said, screw it, get it off the show, cancel it. And right. they don't even run reruns of the show. They just, it's gone. But you know, you, you don't know, maybe a lot of police stations and a lot of um, precincts decide they don't want to be part of the show anymore after George Floyd. And that could have been it also. So you know if if you're if if the only if the people you're following on camera if the stars of your show all quit you got no show. But to tell you the the number one star on the show was dogs. <laughs> police dogs even even now police dogs were huge. They're right. just so happy. They couldn't be any happier as an animal because they get to run and bite people and chase people down, <laughs> and then they get all happy. <laughs> yeah, well, they get to work. Dogs love to work. That's the thing people don't realize. They think, oh, a dog just wants to sit on the couch. It does. But a lot of breed of dogs want to want to work. And for me, like when I watch the first 48, which is my favorite show, 
Um, whenever there's a the canine team, mm-hmm. I, that my ears perk up. You know, any of the homicide hunter shows, we had to call the canine the canine team. Wait, hang on, pause that. Let me let me watch this episode. Yeah, the dogs I think had more followers than the actual police officers that handled yeah. them. Um, of course they did. We yeah. care more about the dogs than we cared about who was their handler. Always in every scenario. So, Reels Channel, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, let me tell you, you do know what Reels is, because if you remember, I did that whole series, that whole celebrity uh, talking head series where it was like mama drama and celebrity couples and all that stuff. And you were like, oh, that's so cool. What channel? And I said, Reels. And that's when you found Reels. It was the shows, all those shows that I was doing, all those talking head things that I was doing. Don't pretend you don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. It's on, it's on, because I don't have cable anymore. I don't have cable. I don't have dish. So so I have like Pluto and Pluto will have reels on it, but it's not like the real reels. I I don't know. I couldn't find it. It didn't have it. It's a channel. It's there. Yeah. It has an app. Just download the app. Yeah. I don't even think it's on yet because I went Friday. It started. Uh, last Friday, they put it back on this Reels channel that you say exists, uh, and they changed the name to On Patrol. Oh. So it's not Live PD, still hosted by Dan Abrams. hmm yeah. So he's still got it. Okay, so put yourself in this situation. You have a number one show. hmm <laughs> They canceled the number one show. Right. For no reason. No, no, for a reason, a reason that you don't like, but it's a reason. Okay. they Okay. So then they go on a, another channel that nobody's heard of except right. you. <laughs> <laughs> Only you okay. and you say me. <laughs> so it goes on this other channel, which they have no idea what they're doing over at the Reels channel. So That's, they-, they pe- Wait a minute. Why do you say they don't know what they're doing? Because I'll tell you exactly why you're probably saying that, because- What's the Reels channel other than lots of different shows that have nothing to do with each other, right? Well, that's it. So there's one guy that works at the Reels <laughs> channel, I think. And his job is to go in every Monday, schedule the shows, and then he leaves. And he right. doesn't come back again till Monday. So <laughs> there can't be more than one people working at Reels channel. One people, There's yes. only one people there. So when you call, you don't even get a people. You get you get nothing. There's nobody that works there. So they decide to put on this show with seven, nine different police precincts. They have to have a whole staff now, camera people, producers, switchers. They have to hire more peoples. Okay. So, so this guy, the guy who was lonely for so long at Reels now has friends. I think they fired that guy because he didn't know how to do this <laughs> type of, so this is a big challenge for the people at Reels to mm-hmm. put on a show like this. Yeah. So they're sitting there and they're going, okay, three, two, one, you're on live TV. Wow. Reels. Nothing. 73 minutes of nothing. What do you mean nothing? Technical problems. <gasps> so it was just dead air for 73 minutes? 73 minutes. Live TV. Nothing. Whoa. Wait a minute. Don't they test that sort of thing? Don't you test it first before you decide to actually go live? We tested this stupid show before we went live. For like a month. 
<laughs> so they knew the show was coming. But yeah. They, yeah, they had so everybody, the people, the four people that found this freaking reels channel <laughs> that you say exists, that you say I think exists, they found it, and there was nothing there. Well, uh, that's interesting. Now, you know what I mean. That's that. Now you've made it into a channel I want to watch. Why is there nothing there? And when will there be something there? You know, there's a very famous channel in I want to say like Sweden or somewhere like that, somewhere in the Netherlands, and the channel is just. So one day you just sit around watching trains, like literally you just, it, it's a, it's a camera in the middle of nowhere and you watch trains go by. Mm-hmm. There's another one where you watch people on boats. Another one where it just, I think it's set up in like a park and just people kind of like come by, play Frisbee. And people watch this. And it's the number one show. Yeah. It, it's, it's. There's two types of people in the world. One, when you hear a radio station with dead air, you go, <gasps> And you get excited, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they're the people that turn the channel because there's there, there's nothing on that channel. I have to go to now eighty nine point nine. I don't know why. Right, right. So there's some people that I get watched seventy three minutes of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please tell me it was the highest rated thing at that time. <laughs> okay, so when <laughs> when Live PD was on A and E on Friday. The 2554 demo, 397,000 viewers. Oh, pretty good. For A&E on a Friday night. It's amazing. Great numbers. Yeah. 2554 on this Reels channel that you say exists. Yeah. 403,000. <laughs> <laughs> Making it the biggest show ever <laughs> on Reels. <laughs> and it was just dead air. It's just dead air, and people are like, "It's coming on." I know it is. It's it's. Don't turn the channel. They so. called their friends. They were like, "You got to turn this on right now." But there's nothing on. Yeah, exactly. Turn it on immediately. Okay, so it got a three point five share. <laughs> <laughs> New York can't even get this network right now. There's parts of New York that doesn't get it. Oh, wow. there's parts of the country that doesn't even get this channel. And they got a 3.5 share. The average viewing time, 146 minutes. minutes. 146 (laughs) minutes. (laughs) So once it came back on, Mm -hmm. you didn't turn it off. It was on the TV like dust. I mean, it was just just nonstop on the TV. I think people felt that they put in all that time watching nothing they wanted to get something out of their time so they spend twice as much time watching whatever they did put on because that way they feel like well you know there's a payoff here and the payoff was it was freaking amazing what was it Just no all, it, was, all the it was canine things it was canine things it was live pd all over again dan abrams sticks they had the same people back the same segments it was just it was phenomenal Oh, so it wasn't just a show about the canines. It was a show. It was it was live PD in its full form back again. Back again. Like 2020 happened again in my life all over wow. again. And I'm now happy. But you got to find the Reels channel now. See, and that's, I had to find it on the, on the, the, the stick. Uh, did you? Yeah, I finally found it and they put it on the stick, but it, it, what I did, I couldn't watch it live. Right, it's not live. There. Did they play? Did they play the seventy-three minutes of dead air? No, they actually cut the dead air out 
But then when they came back after the 73 minutes of dead air, they played the whole two hour show live, live. So reels. So I think all the people that used to work with us at our old radio station now work for reels. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Remember Santa Claus? They they, they canned him when we first started. Yeah, he was only there like a month. Yeah, yeah, he's at reels now. And uh, (laughs) and the other guy, Jeff, I think Jeff's at reels. Mm -hmm. And the guy guy who didn't know how to put a commercial together, it was dead air during commercials. He's there too. Yeah. He's the star there because if they want dead air, that's he does that the best. He drinks coffee with the best of them when he comes to your office at nine o'clock in the morning and bugs you. And ignores everything that goes on at the station. If you want dead air, that's your guy. Right. So I think they hired all Cox employees to put on <laughs> this this live PD and called it on patrol, which is a stupid name. They should have kept live PD because mm. it's still the greatest show. I mean, there was people running into other people with big, huge uh, Escalades with and in, in, in smashing into nine different cop cars and running from the police with no tires and three kids in the backseat. It was great TV. I'm surprised that Dan Abrams had to rename it because it's his show. So he owns it and he owns the name of it. So the fact that he felt the need to re- rename it is kind of and maybe he just wanted kind of a fresh new vibe yeah just let, you, let andy have that you know the name let him right, have it right yeah but now now a and e is flipping out because they got nothing to put on for friday and saturday so they're trying to come up with a new show but this thing is just a juggernaut we can do dead air for them i'm telling you if they hire the right cox people they'll have it all the time <laughs> they're constantly <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I once called, and I still have it on my phone, uh, called my program director and said, uh, we're off the air. And he said, I just called our engineer, and he said we weren't. (laughs) Instead of just turning on the station himself. And I'm in my car (laughs) in the city of license Uh listening to static. Right, and instead of turning on the station himself to see... He called the engineer to ask. (laughs) And the engineer said, no, it's on the air. And he said, no, Anthony said there's static. So I think the person was calling the the reels people saying it's off the air. And they said, no, it's it's not. We're doing it. It looks great. Yeah, it's those people that went to work for reels now. It's because he was a juggernaut of a podcast hosted hosted by Cooper and Anthony. Here's something everyone's been talking about today, and I really wanted your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. This is sort of like the, the thing that went viral today or this week that I want you to weigh in on. Okay. okay? So there's this dude. He's a, like a you know a personality. His name is Solomon Bucci. Buki? I don't know. I never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he posted, I guess he had just gotten engaged, and he posted a photo of him and his lady, and um, she's very pretty. And it's so funny. It's like, I remember like looking back at pictures of myself in my 20s and being like, oh my God, look, I had a little too much on my stomach and my hair was too short. Like just little stupid things. Now I look back, I'm like, I would die for that body now. Mm-hmm. Like I would die to look like that now. So I'm looking at him and he's very handsome and his, the woman he's with is just stunning. And here's what he writes. You're not the most beautiful woman. Neither are you the most intelligent. <laughs> but, I've cho- but I've chosen to never find perfection in anyone else. I put my gaze on you, and with that commitment, we would mold ourselves for ourselves. Our perfection is in our commitment. 
Stating that you're not the most beautiful slash intelligent might sound like it's not a compliment, yeah, but it's a realistic base for real love. Acknowledging that my woman isn't the best, but I'm not looking for the best. I was looking for you and I found you. There's no best. There's just someone you choose and see the best in them. This to me is real love, not the one that consoles itself in the faux reality their partner is the most good-looking, most intelligent, most successful. That's disingenuous and doesn't give room for love to thrive. My love for you is not about being the best. It's about you being you, and there's just no other you. There is an overwhelming supply of really stupid fucking people in the world right now. (laughs) (laughs) And if you haven't seen it, watch Idiocracy. Because mm. it's it's coming true, and it's coming true so fast. <laughs> and for a guy to write that in a in a Instagram or tweet or whatever the hell it was. No, Instagram. He wrote it okay. publicly. He posted pictures of her. It's not like it was pictures of the back of her head, and you're like, oh, he's some guy and some girl. No, you see who she is. He, I think he even tagged her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he deserves never to get laid ever again and to be broken up with because he's too freaking stupid to be in a relationship <laughs> there's there's people that shouldn't be in a relationship this is the asshole that's going to get divorced five times in his life yeah this right. is going to be that guy so mm-hmm. i'm not keeping it in i'm oh, shut the fuck up right <laughs> yeah it's a very shut the fuck up post the problem is here's i see what he's trying to do he's trying to say people aren't perfect and you're perfect for me but you're not the most beautiful. I, I, I don't, you don't say even, not even, the most beautiful. You you say right. with the girl that you want to be with, you are the most beautiful, no matter right. what. I'm not going to say you're not smart. Just don't write that then if she's it's not smart. It's such a dick thing. And to say she's not the most intelligent, well, among who? Like, I mean, you can, if you compare her to neuroscientists and you compare her to um, Stephen Hawking... And Einstein, no, she's probably not as smart as them. But but that doesn't mean that she's not intelligent. It comes across like an insult. None of that's a compliment. It's not like it's almost like, well, you're not the best, but I love you. Well, you're not the smartest, but I love you. You know, it's almost like, excuse me, other fucking people can love me. You want the guy you're with to look you in the eyes and be like, you are the most beautiful woman. I've ever been with, and you know you don't look like a supermodel. I don't listen. You every gotta time I lie. Wife, when she says, does my right, ass right. look fat, dumbass, you say, no, it looks great. Right. Not him. He's not going to say that. He's going to be like, well, you know, you don't have a perfect ass. That's what I'm saying. She's got a whole lifetime. He's letting her know early. You got a whole lifetime of him being brutally honest with you when really you don't want honesty in every one of these situations. For the first time, <laughs> you and I actually agree on something. Um, you, you don't want honesty. I've had boyfriends in the past and my boyfriend now, like who looks at you and says, oh my God, you're the most beautiful woman. I know <laughs> that I don't look like Charlize Theron, who I think is the most beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I know I don't look like Angelina Jolie, who is the second most beautiful woman. I get it. I know that I don't look like those women. But I want the guy that I'm with to be like, 
those women are plastic. I'm not, I'm not attracted to them at all. You're so much more beautiful. Like, even though it's a fucking lie and you know it's a lie to me. You know what I mean? Like, make me feel <laughs> that you think I'm the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Because the truth is, you're not getting Charlize Theron. You're not getting Angelina Jolie. I mean, you have a mirror too. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I, I get what he was trying to say, but... He's Shut just the a douche. He's, he's just, he's a tool, complete yeah. tool. There's a show right now on Netflix called Married at First Sight, and it's been on Lifetime and whatever channel for a long time. And yeah. there's the guy on that show, because, uh, yeah, I watched that show. It's about dating and marriage and all that. So I love those types of shows. But there's a guy in there, he's a complete douche. The one with the big teeth? Uh, that know. one or the other the other douche there's two douches no there's there's one guy that's a complete douche like during the bachelor party he's hitting on chicks getting phone numbers oh okay i know the guy yeah okay. so, so yeah. he's a complete asshole and he's with a girl that's a saint so right there's guys that like this guy 40 years old never been married never had a, a serious relationship it's because he he's a tool and People like that just need to stay a tool. Right. And just yeah. date. Just that's what uh, uh, Tinder is for. It's for douches like you. Yeah. Well, the fact that they're engaged, I hope she sees this as a red flag. I hope she's gotten to know him enough to know that he means this. Like if he's going to write this and post it on Instagram for everybody to see, I feel like there's nothing redeeming in there. There's nothing in there because he makes the whole thing about him. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying you're nothing special, but I'm attracted to you. I'm, I, I love you. And I guess that's all that matters. Like the way I feel. What about when he stops loving her? Then what's going to keep him hooked? Do you know what I mean? Like it just, it doesn't feel like forever. It feels like he's compromising and he's finding a nice way to say, listen, you're not the greatest, but I love you. Yeah. These two <laughs> you are, don't want that. are not going to be on the front porch in rocking chairs talking about their grandkids. That ain't going to happen. No, no. He He's an ass. So he shouldn't even have made the news. <laughs> with this he should just be like okay he's a douche next right but that's the consensus Uh, there's really very few people on the instagram comment section Mm -hmm. that are like yeah i get it dude wow that's really empowering no they're all like run bye bye go (laughs) like everyone's saying to her like (laughs) red flags people are just like posting the red flag emoji like crazy yeah i hate to tell you on a Saturday and Sunday when she hasn't taken a shower since Thursday mm-hmm. and hasn't seen makeup in a week, yeah, you're still going to be married, and he ain't sticking around. Oh, forget about that. How about, like, you know, now when you first get married and you look your best, give it a couple of years when you really let yourself go. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think I'm not beautiful now, wait till you see me after I've aged 10 years and put on 20 pounds. Like, now let's see how much you still love. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get the impression that this guy is going to love her forever. It seems like he's, it feels very conditional. He's keeping Tinder on his phone somewhere. He's not giving it up. This guy's an asshole. He shouldn't be dating. Move on. Right. And the fact that he calls the rest of us like faux reality, that you say your partner's the most good looking, most intelligent for me, I, I'm aware, like my boyfriend, again, super smart, but I get that he's not a neuroscientist. I'm sure there's people out there that are smarter than him. But to me, he is the most intelligent to me, for me. 
is the rest of that sentence. So when you say the person is the most good looking, the most this, the most that, you mean for you. No one's, no one's thinking like the most, like for everybody that you should all agree with me. No, for me is the right. If you're too stupid to know that when we all say that, like when we post pictures, one year together with the most wonderful man in the world, for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you don't think he's the most wonderful man, but you don't have to. You don't fuck him every night. I do. If girls only dated smart guys, I would have never, I would still never. be a virgin. Yeah, you would virgin no i would i would Not never even be in, be in the same room with a woman they'd be like <laughs> go away <laughs> stephen hawkins is hot you're not yeah right so i think this guy has set himself up and i wonder if she's now looking at him through the lens of the rest of us when it comes to relationships with douches women are blind i don't think so i, I think initially when the douche has like put all of their douche juice all over them and they are kind of stuck in douche mode that's one thing but once somebody taps you on the shoulder and goes hey that guy you're with is pouring douche juice on you like Mm. once somebody makes you aware of it i think there's a lot of women like that but i love him (laughs) no but that's why you'll see a lot of reality show stars end up breaking up if you think about it, like Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, we thought they were the perfect couple. They did a reality show together, and suddenly they realized, like, they got the feedback from everybody else. and was like, oh, she's dumb. Oh, mm-hmm. he's not very nice. Like, all those things kind of come to the fore. And you, I see it with reality show contestants. I see it with, you know, dating show contestants. Um, I see it with reality show stuff like Real Housewives. All of them. The minute they see themselves on the shows in their relationship and they see the relationship playing out, they all end up breaking up and getting divorced. If you think about it, every celebrity couple that thought it was a good idea to do a reality show where the cameras are following them, they are all broken up now. Except for Ozzy. Well, no, they they split up for a while. They split up, but they're back. back. Yeah, but they're back, but they, Mm -hmm. they did split up for a while because you tend to hear what other people think about your partner and that has an effect on you. How do you like that? I, I, I love it. Podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. Game time. Woohoo! Game time. Ooh, ooh, love it. There are about a thousand of these in the U.S. every year. One thousand of these. In the U.S. every year. Uh, UFOs. Births of triplets. Oh, wow. Not UFOs. Not you. I'd rather have a UFO than triplets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In its lifetime, an alligator goes through as many as 3,000 what? Um, Sheddings? Shedding its skin? Do alligators shed? I don't know. I don't know anything about (laughs) those (laughs) snakes. I guess guess snakes do. Um, Alligators, not a snake. Goes through uh, three three thousand lakes, swamps, teeth. teeth. They go through three thousand teeth. So at five dollars a tooth from the tooth fairy, that's like fifteen <laughs> grand. <laughs> that's a, that's such a shame that alligators are so wealthy and they have nothing to do with the money and no pockets. They <laughs> no pockets and. and tooth- Tooth fairy is always there, and they're like, I-, "I can't. What am I supposed to do with this?" And the best purses are made of me alligators. <laughs> <laughs> it's estimated that twenty-five percent of all paper clips made will never be used for clipping paper together, but end up doing this. 
cleaning out hash pipes. <laughs> I would say popping out your card in your iPhone. Uh, <laughs> no, they will end up in the trash. Oh, I like mine better. <laughs> <laughs> but 25% just go from uh, your hand to the trash can. That but, you know, there's a, there's a ton of people that smoke weed out of a bowl, and they're always like, I can't tell you my friends of mine, they're like, do you have, do you have a paper clip? I'm like, probably? Why? Oh, because my pipe is clogged. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they undo it. You know those people? And they yeah. just undo it perfectly, and they just shove it in there, and they, yeah. It, then it goes in the trash. So it goes, in the trash, it goes yeah. from the bong to the trash. All right. right. I'm going to give you a clue. Then you have to give me the answer in two words. And each of these words will begin with the letter W. Like Weight Watchers? Something like that. Okay. A city in Washington State. Walla Walla, Washington. There you go. (laughs) Your dreams will come true if you drop a coin into this. Wishing well. Very good. Toddlers wear these in a pool. Water wings. Very good. In the movies, this guy owned his own chocolate factory. Willy Wonka. If you want to lose a few pounds, you might want to join this. Weight Watchers. There you go. Okay, now I'm going to give you two things that are true and one thing that is a lie. Okay. Light takes one-tenth of a second to travel from New York to London. Okay. The squirrel is the most common mammal in the U.S., Okay. And there are four, th- and there are forty thousand muscles in an elephant's trunk. Uh, I think the lie is the light. That it takes one tenth of a second to travel from New York to London. Yeah, I think that's the lie. And the other are true. The other are true. The fake one, the squirrel. What? That's not possible. The most common mammal in the U.S. The mouse. I was going to say it's going to be ma- mice or rat. Right. If it's not squirrels. All right. You should Mo- get this. Moose and squirrel. Moose and squirrel. You should get this because <laughs> it's a showbiz quiz. Okay. This celebrity recently apologized for making light of the Johnny Depp lawsuit after the Amber Heard trial. Oh, yeah. That was Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Correct. Yeah. She made light of it? Yeah, so Drew Barrymore, on her own show, I think she was talking like Anthony Anderson or something, about the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And she called them insane. Mm-hmm. And then she said, her quote was something like, it's one layer of crazy in a seven-layer dip of insanity. Well, no, she's not wrong. It's just that she can't say it. The rest right. of us can. She can't say that. That's the problem. All right. Netflix announced that The Iron Chef which has been dormant for a few years, will return. Mm-hmm. Which network was it originally on? Oh, it was on the, the Food Network. There you go. I knew you get that. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its 2022 class. Mm-hmm. Who will be involved that's a beloved non-rock singer? Dolly Parton. There you go. While performing on stage in L.A., which comedian has was recently attacked? Dave Chappelle. Very good. HBO Max has delivered the trailer for House of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Who was the author of Game of Thrones? 
Bueno, it's House of Dragons is like a, I don't know if it's, I think it's like a prequel or it's like a, a an offshoot of um, Game of Thrones. So it's George R.R. R. Martin. And of course, you know, they interview him. They go and sit down with him at like probably Comic-Con or something in San Diego. And he's given nothing up. Mm-hmm. He's not going to say, he's like, well, I thought about doing one story. Then I decided to do another. But what was that story? So that's what I ended up with. Yes, what did you end up with? And you guys will love it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it George R.R. Like R. Martin or Er Martin? Er. Er, well, George uh, R. Martin. If you're a dog, he's George R. <laughs> Martin. You won't get this one. But if you do, I'll be very impressed. Netflix has announced there's going to be a new season, a season five and six of Drive to Survive, a reality show about what sport? Formula One. I would have accepted car racing from you. Or cars. It's easy, driving. Racing. I would have have taken any of these. Okay, here's a hole in the headline for you. Guess the word that is missing from this headline. Doctors remove two blanks from man's intestines. Plants, earrings, or pens? Um. Hmm. It's probably easy to to swallow earrings. They probably pass right through you. So I'm gonna say pens. Pens. The guy had two in his <laughs> intestines for 36 years. <gasps> Would they go through his nose when he was a kid? The man told doctors he swallowed the two pins on a bet with friends. And never passed them all these years. Wow. And the friend said, I guarantee you can't swallow two pens. And he went, give me the pens. And he did it. What brand are they? Because they're really durable. They stayed 36 years. That's impressive. I wonder if they still write. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they? A big pen would still (laughs) write, wouldn't it? (laughs) I don't know. I want to know what brand he swallowed. Yeah, those, those pens last forever. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it was big. Don't turn your back. I mean, just. Listen, please. He's delightfully vulgar. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. So this morning I was listening to a morning show on a radio station in a different market. I just wanted to see how bad it was. Okay, because you'd heard about it before and you wanted to check out to see if it was good or bad, right? Yeah, and it sounded like two girls that they they went out to the sales department and said, you, you, get on the air. And this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a big market, a mm. big radio station. Right. And they're giving away Garth Brooks tickets. Oh, cool. That's how they're giving. They have a, there's a shit ton of Garth Brooks tickets and they're giving them away. So did they do what, did something like we do where like what's in Cooper's mouth and they heard somebody talking like this. You got to get what's, guess what was in their mouth. Oh, no, no. That's, oh. And oh. here's my idea to get a, to give away Garth Brooks tickets is I would. You've never held a guitar in your hand, have you? A banjo. Is that the same thing? I mean, you've never really played a guitar or anything. No. No, I never played. I've held a banjo. I've never played a banjo. Okay. So I would give you a guitar. Mm-hmm. And I would say, Cooper is going to play a Garth Brooks song for you on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell us the first person that what gets song it right. You <laughs> and you just pick up the guitar and just bling, 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 bling. Thunder rolls. No, bling, bling, bling. Friends in low places. There you go. Um, <laughs> Win. <laughs> then I bring in a bass. Cooper has to play bass <laughs> to mm-hmm. a guitar. Mm-hmm. Dump, dump, dump. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. 
whatever song. So harmonica, harmonica, just bring whistle. Yeah, bring it drums. Bring it drums. like a snare drum, uh, <laughs> and you got to guess the song. And Cooper has zero musical ability. Zero. Zero. So I, I thought that's what we could do to give away Garth Brooks tickets. But no, what they did is they said the f- the best scream. For I, I want Garth Brooks tickets. Call now. So they wanted people to scream on the radio and they were going to play screaming for other people to listen to? So you, you call up and you say, uh, hi, this is uh, 94Q. And they, they, they go, hey, I want Garth Brooks tickets. Okay, that that was really good. Let's go to, <laughs> to the, the, the four. Hey, hey, who is this? Cheryl. Cheryl, give me your best scream. Uh, no, I don't think that one was good. Let's go to the next one. And I'm sitting there going, what are they doing? So it was just the same people saying this. It wasn't anybody like like actually screaming, nothing unique. It was just like, I want Garth Brooks tickets. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they followed it up with which station gave you tickets. Oh, this is so cringy. This is eight o'clock in the morning drive time on oh, this huge God. radio station. <laughs> this is how th- they gave the tickets away. And let me guess: whenever they give away money, what is, what's the question they ask right afterwards? Yeah, what are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna do with the money? <laughs> it, it was it was so bad. Yeah. But I'm going. No, I would give Cooper a bass and go. Okay, play a Garth Brooks song. Give it. The dance. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's friends in low places. There you go. There you go. Then you've won tickets. <laughs>